Told y'all lately that I miss you all and I love you all. I miss you all and I love you all. I miss you and I love you all. I miss you and I love you too, Pastor. Yes. Always tell us that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, it is. Yeah, it is 8.15, and uh, we want to get started. I want you all to do me a favor. I believe I see our pastor emeritus, Dr. Drummond, uh, on the line. He and um, uh, Sister Thomasina, can y'all just give them a wonderful shout-out? Just say hey to them. He's one of my favorite pastors. Listen, listen, um, um, I, I want to talk to you all to, today. I want to talk to you all today. I want to talk about believing, and I'm going to put us on And I want to read a couple of scriptures to you all. Uh, Hebrews 11.1 1 reads, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. 1 Corinthians 3.11 reads, For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. And then I also want to read for you here in Romans chapter 5, verses 3 through 5. And it reads like this. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance, character, and character hope. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in all our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. And then I have one more scripture that I want to share with you all that comes from the gospel writings of Mark. And it starts like this. And when Jesus came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them and the scribes disputing. Immediately when they saw Jesus, all the people were greatly amazed and ran to Jesus, greeted him. And Jesus asked the scribes, what are you doing? Then one of the crowd answered and said, teacher, I bought you my son who has a mute spirit. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes stiff as a board. 
So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. Jesus answered and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring the boy to me. And they brought him to Jesus. And when he saw Jesus, immediately the spirit convulsed him and he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. So Jesus asked the father, how long has this been happening? The father said, from childhood. And often as he has thrown him both in the fire and the waters to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, if you can believe, if you can believe, all things are possible with him who believes. So immediately the father of the child cried out and said it with tears in his eyes, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. It was English author C.S. Lewis who said these words, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen, not only because I see it, but because by it I see everything else. Whenever you and I engage in hope, hope is really a call to the resistance as far as the darkness the culture tries to put upon us. But real hope has to have a sturdy, firm foundation. Hebrews says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. If you and I do not trust in the character and competency of God, and our relationship with God as our foundation, then you and I might as well place our hope in Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny. I realize that all of these um, abstract ideas like belief can start to feel detached from what we see in everyday life, paying bills, dealing with health concerns, putting up with family issues, trying to deal with this pandemic, looking at the idiocy coming from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, dealing with this persistent conversation as far as race is concerned and just dealing with racism in general. But maybe belief is not as abstract as we make it out to be. Maybe it's only the foundation when everything else falls apart. The Apostle Paul puts it like this, and we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Notice Paul's progression from suffering to real intimacy with God. When you and I go through hard times, we take God at his word, and we believe that God is still in control with a specific, significant purpose in God's mind. So you and I, as Christians, as disciples, keep going. We keep trusting. We keep relying on God. And as we keep going, keep trusting and relying on God, Minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, week by week, month by month, we become stronger.
our faith grows. We become mature. Our trust in God grows. And as we get stronger, as we place our confidence in the goodness of God, more so than trusting our riches and more so than worrying about our circumstances, we learn to believe in the promises of God. Belief in God can be your firm foundation, especially in this COVID-19 situation. Belief in God can be your firm foundation as you deal with racism and sexism and police brutality and white supremacy. Belief in God is your only foundation when you face the uncertainties and the cruelties of life. Belief in God is your ultimate foundation when you get a bad diagnosis from the doctor. Belief in God is your sure foundation when they furlough you or lay you off the job. Belief in God is your trusted foundation when you have to go and see a therapist and talk through some issues that you don't want anybody else to talk about. If you still want to believe, then God will meet you in the midst of your efforts to believe. God will meet you at your point of need. As a matter of fact, this is how much God wants to move in your reality. God will even meet you if you just only have a mustard seed of faith. Now, I'm getting ready to say something that's going to shock some of y'all. But even if you throw your Bible across the room and you shake your fist at God or you question God like Habakkuk did, God will honor your passionate sincerity of your pursuit of God. And if you really want to experience God's closeness and cares for you as you go through the trials and you desire God more than just a change in your circumstances, then God will come right beside you, pick you up, place his arms around you, and carry you through your situation. In other words, when you feel the most lonely, that's when God is perhaps the most present. So today, I want you to choose to believe in the goodness and the love of God. I want you to believe in the Jesus Christ he sent to die for our sins. I want you to believe in the Holy Spirit that gives you comfort and consolation as you go through this life. That's what I want you all, St. Paul, to stand on. Stand on your belief. And like the Father said, Lord, I believe. Help my Amen. Before we before we get ready to close out, uh, let's have a word of prayer. Let's have a word of prayer. And I'm going to give you time sharing your prayer concerns at this time. Uh, let me know what your prayer concerns are, and then we will go to the Lord in prayer. I want us to lift up. Um, we continue to lift up um, 
our pastor emeritus, Dr. Drummond, and his wife. We want to lift up Dr. Redman. We want to lift up Reverend Peyton C. Uh, as he um, um, comes back from dealing with the death of his grandmother. We want to lift up Scott Gibson. We want to lift up Deacon Marilyn White as she is out on sick leave. We need to lift up Dr. Monica Redman. Um, and uh, anybody else has any prayer concerns, if you would share them at this time. We also want to lift up Sister Gwendolyn Garnett's sister, uh, who had to have six-hour surgery. We continue to lift up Reverend Lenny Williams, who's recuperating at home. Uh, share your prayer concerns right now. Thank you, Paul. Share your My nephew, Justin Cedric. <laughs> Okay. Kendall family, the Mack family, and the Harrison family. Okay. Kirby and Bates family. and her family, the Brown okay. family, the Boyd the family, family, the Weathers family, the, the, the family. Johnson and her family. All right. The Lewis the Myers and the McGuire. The Fletchers and... Georgia, let's pray for Georgia to give us what we want. <laughs> let's pray for Georgia to give us our good election that we want. Cedric Dixon. All right. Bernard and Kim Ring. Pray for our baby care the doctors and the nurses. Yes, pray for this vaccine that we're supposed to be getting soon in this country. Is it being distributed? Pray for my Sunday school members on Sunday morning. We have a wonderful class Sunday school morning. Pray for everyone. Amen. Pray for all our our St. Paul that gives us, that goes out every Sunday and Pray for them. Let's pray for them because they really do worship us with prayer and they are out there. Pray for them. Yes, Every last yes. one of them. Pray Amen. for them. Amen. 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 But let's go to the Lord in prayer at this time. God, we come to you right now and we thank you for this evening of gathering and fellowship, a moment to reflect upon your goodness through the word, and now we come to you in prayer. You are the awesome sovereign God, and you're just absolutely incredible, and you are worthy of all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. You are God, and you are God alone, and we come and we bow our heads in humble submission to your will. And we're glad you are our God. We didn't make you, you made us. And because of you, we live, move, and have our being. God, we also realize we haven't dotted every I, we haven't crossed every T. We come to admit we have fallen short. So, Lord, we pray for you to forgive us of our sins. Help us to do better tomorrow than we did today. God, we also want to thank you for how you blessed us with great and small things. And we don't want to take anything for granted, oh God. So we give you thanks for the little things and the big things. 
And God, we even give you thanks for the stuff we don't like because we know that in it you're doing something great in our lives. Suffering produces patience. Patience produces character. Character produces perseverance. Perseverance produces hope. We know that from suffering to intimacy with you, you're making us more like Jesus. So, Lord, like Paul said, we've learned in all things to be content. Whether up or down, we've learned to trust you. And, God, as we come right now, we lift up all these various concerns that have been shared tonight. God, you are so sovereign and you're so perceptive and you're so on point until all these prayers that have been ushered to your throne room, you are able to separate them out. You're able to send them throughout your divine uh, kingdom and your, your divine cosmos. And you're able to match them up on where they need to be. You're, you're sending right now resources and people and healing and deliverance and grace and power and forgiveness to those various situations. And we say thank you. Now, God, as we prepare to close out from this call, as we prepare to get off this prayer call tonight, but not your presence, we pray, oh God, that you will continue to keep us in your care. And then, God, allow for us to gather whatever modality we do on Sunday morning in these times to worship you in spirit and in truth. God, we pray so much for those that are suffering from COVID right now. Uh, that you will attend to their needs. You are God and God alone, and we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.